Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of View for You, a podcast by Skilled Creative. Each week, a fresh group of entertainment students take over our studio and present a podcast from their perspective, their voice. In this season, we talk with young Australians of the year, business owners, artists, and a range of other amazing guests. We will also hear stories from our presenters that have helped shape their lives and will hopefully inspire you to live your best life too. Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative. Hi, and welcome to Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative. I'm your host, Caleb, and today I am joined by my co-host, Lauren. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about the struggles and challenges that young creators have faced through the COVID-19 pandemic and how they've come out the other side. In this episode, our special guest is Caitlin Johnson, an aspiring musician and youth leader who has won multiple awards such as Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year in 2022, as well as the Premier's Young Achiever of the Year in 2021. Now, before we kick off today's episode, we're going to start with a fun little game that we like to call Pressure on the Spot. It's pretty much where we'll ask each other one question picked out of a random stack of cards. Just got to answer it on the spot. Hence, Pressure on the Spot. (laughs) So, I'm going to grab the stack. Got the stack here. (laughs) And I'm going to pick a completely random card. And you've just got to answer to the best of your ability. Yeah. Alright, you ready? Yep. Hit me. Who is your biggest inspiration in life? And who it like who is your biggest inspiration in life, I should say? Um, honestly, as like cheesy and cliche as it is, probably my mum. Because like she's shaped me into the person I've been today, even though, you know, you argue every once in a while with your mum, but if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Yeah, fair. And that's a good answer and I respect that. Now I'll pass you the stack okay. and put me on the spot, eh? <laughs> okay. What's something you're proud of? Okay. Something I'm proud of. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's hard, it's, it's hard yeah. to answer on the spot. That's what makes it so yeah. difficult. But, um, see, so I'm a muso. I'm a multi-instrumentalist. Um, I've got my own stuff on pretty much any platform you can think of and um probably that having that skill and people call it talent um that's probably something i'm most proud of and over the past 12 months my audience and publicity has grown and it has surpassed way what i thought it would get to um so I'm, i'm fairly proud of that and i'm gonna keep working with it keep on going and um do it for as long as i can really that's amazing. Yeah. Alrighty, well, jumping into our first section here on the topic of young creators, it's young creators, it's a pretty broad term and um, through COVID and through the lockdown and that you see an increase in young creators through not only just Instagram, but your TikTok, YouTube, things like that, things just to get people's name out there because through those times, not able to travel, there wasn't really a lot to do and um, it just goes to show with how many young creators have popped up now, how easy it is to get started, you know? Just branching yourself out there on social media, just like putting yourself out there. Yeah. Showing what you're made of and stuff like that. Just 
displaying an honest reflection of yourself and what you do and being real passionate because you can pretty much turn anything into a career now. You can turn any hobby into a career, basically. Pretty much. You know, through online, like, you, you can you could even make a living just playing music on YouTube, giving tutorials, doing private Zoom lessons, stuff like that. You can pretty much work from home. That's kind of what society's turning into in a such. There's a guy that I used to go to school with um, that I follow. He's, his name's Lucky Stack. Um, he's a great photographer. He loves it. You can obviously tell that he's really passionate about it. Um, not only just, so he does like automotive, like photo shoots of cars at car mates and that, but he also does like kind of branding stuff as well for, you know, like your coffee companies and like stuff like that. And, um, he's, he's someone that I've seen grow over the past 12 months and he's developed some really good skills and his work is actually turning, like turning out. So you'll be able to find all Lockie's links down below on um, on where to find him, where to book him, um, if you're interested in photography or just just have a browse through his stuff because it's it's some fairly decent content and you know that a lot of people, a lot more people should know about is um, yeah. Is, is there any young creators that you may follow that you've really taken an eye to? Um, actually, I've been following this um this one chick on TikTok. Her name's Grace Niche, I think. Okay. She's like an American like singer, but I've been following her since she was like at 5K around there when she was just like putting her own covers on there, doing her own stylistic interpretations of songs. Yeah. I've kind of just watched her grow over like the past few months and now she's around at like 33K, I think. Yeah, right. It's it's cool and like how in such a short time frame, well, we say within about 12 months, it's a short time frame, but for... The time that we're living in at the moment, it pretty much is to go from, you know, like a, a, like a, a fairly mid-range fan base to, you know, where that is now, that's yeah. a, that's a pretty, that's a fairly decent achievement and um, it just goes to show that all it really takes to get started is just honest reflection of yourself, get yourself out there, publicity, grow your audience and when you're putting yourself out there, people that are interested in the same line of work or the same kind of area or what you're doing will start to follow and will start to go hey that's actually pretty cool I like that as well I'm gonna follow this and maybe they might even take you know the audience may even take inspiration from them and it's just a chain reaction really that like I said before yeah a lot of young creators don't get the acknowledgement that they really should yeah so I appreciate your time today and we'll thank you move on from there (laughs) Hi, my name is Geneva and I am 17 years old. This is my story. At the age of five or six, my parents decided to take me to a place I've never been before. My dad was telling me about it, but I wasn't listening. But who knew that this place would have such a significant impact on my life? They took me to a martial arts dojo. The martial arts I was learning was called Kenpo Karate, a hybrid of several arts. It included Kung Fu, mixed martial arts, jiu-jitsu, and many others. At first, I hated it. I didn't understand the point of doing it, especially me being a young girl. I wasn't interested in it at all, but my parents pushed me to attend the classes. I attended my very first tournament at my white belt, where I performed my kata in front of three judges. Kata is a Japanese word meaning form. 
It is detailed choreographed pattern of martial arts movements. I won first place. An elderly man came up to me with tears in his eyes, telling me he was pr- so proud of me. I was really confused as to who he was. Later on, my dad told me that the man created the kata I was performing and he was watching me, a young white belt, perform his work. I then worked on perfecting my kata and specialised in technical events. As years went on, I attended many tournaments and always came back with placings in the top three. I achieved multiple regional, national, Australasian and world titles. I loved competing. Everyone knew me there. My fellow competitors even looked up to me. However, I never thought I was good enough. My dad would always go on about how I was the best there and how he'd hear parents and competitors say my name and bring others to watch me perform. I never thought so highly of myself. There was always room for me to improve. But I have a core memory from competing. Me, my younger sister and my coach made it into the Australian team. There was a massive world championship in America coming up in the next year. We practiced nearly 24-7 for this tournament. We were always training with others in the Australian team, working together to represent our country on the other side of the world. But not only were we training for the tournament, there was also multiple meetings the three of us had to attend. Quite a few people wanted to meet us in America. The time came, we flew over and settled in Fort Lauderdale. This was where the meetings and seminar took place. Many people came up to me shaking my hand and saying it was an honour to meet me. It felt so cool. I didn't know them, but they knew me. It was such an experience. There was a dinner night where I performed in front of hundreds of professionals and got some really cool photos. Then the tournament swung around. The main event I wanted to win was traditional forms. I watched every one of my competitors. They were exceptional, which made me even more nervous. When everyone performed, it took them a while to calculate the points. I was shaking. My stomach felt like it was inside out. They called the rankings for third, second, and first. I patiently waited. Fingers crossed I would place top three. But then I lost hope after second place was called. I thought to myself, no way I won first. Third and second performed really good. There wasn't a single flaw. But then I heard my name get called for first. All those butterflies left my stomach and I was so surprised. I brought home world champion title for traditional forms and synchronized kata. I'm so thankful for my parents for pushing me to keep training because if they didn't, I wouldn't have achieved such great things and have those experiences. Now joining us on this week's episode of Youth View is special guest Caitlin Johnson. How's it going, Caitlin? Good, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. No worries. Do you just mind introducing yourself a little bit? Um, first off, congratulations on Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year for 2022. How's how's that treating you? Is there much that's changed? Any responsibilities now that you have to uphold? or What's your life looking like thank- from here? Yeah, thank you so much um, for the congratulations. It has been a bit of a whirlwind the uh, last couple of months, but um, it's been super exciting being able to sort of represent um, not only myself, but um, the small community of Wynyard where I grew up and um, also my identity as a, as a power woman. I'm very proud of my Indigenous heritage and I think that that's something that's super important to talk about in Tasmania. 
yeah, so, so the role has sort of just been, obviously the trip to Canberra was so amazing to be surrounded by some, an inspiring group of people from all the other states. But since then, it's just been sort of a lot of work about advocating for the social change that I would like to see in the future and speaking on my past experiences as well. Yeah, cool. That's great. It's really good to hear. And um, we're just going just gonna to run through some questions. First off, we hear that you're aspiring in the music industry, singer-songwriter. Uh, I was just curious to hear um, what got you interested in that sort of field of work. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I have sort of always had a passion for music. Growing up, I always loved singing and performing on stage at school and whatnot. But I started writing music early in high school and that's been something that has been quite therapeutic for me whenever I've needed an outlet. I've, I've sort of taken to writing songs. I also play guitar, so that's how I perform. And I have a heavy focus on lyrics. And yeah, I'm not sure whether that sparked in one specific instance. I think it's more just been something that I've relied on throughout my life. And I got my first guitar for my 13th birthday from my mum. So that's something that I've cherished ever since. Yeah, nice. Me and Lauren share the same experience. We're both musos ourselves. Uh, singer-songwriters and we can we can relate and a lot of our our other listeners as well would be able to relate to that also that's that's very good yeah and we've just done some research um we see that you're a part of project o yeah um we just mind going into a bit of like what their motive is what they do for us please yeah of course yeah so project o is program that is run by big heart which is australia's largest social change company and what Big Heart do is they come in and they um, recognise sort of a group of, of young women um, in our school. So I went to Whitney High School in about year eight. They came in and saw that we had quite a lot of potential um, as young people and young women with powerful voices. But I found growing up in Whitney that there weren't many platforms to speak out about issues in our community. And a lot of those issues are um, stigmatised and not talked about enough. And for, for us, it was things like family violence. And so we were able to come together with the support of Big Heart um, to form Project O. And through that, we ran events and um, we raised money for for family violence. Um, But we also sort of use it as an opportunity to grow confidence as young women to speak up about these issues. And and it also took on quite an entrepreneurial sense, um, uh, trying to create the idea that we don't have to keep doing the same things that people have always done in our community. We can dream bigger and dream beyond our postcode and that's something that has stuck with me and I'm sure it has stuck with other participants in, in cohort after me because it wasn't just my grade group but there were other young women coming through that program um, in Wynyard and also across the country. That's great. It's great to hear that you know, you have wanted change and you're stepping up and making that happen yourselves really and it's so great that it's turned into, you know, what it is now. It's really good. Good on you for that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. No worries. So I'm going to pass you over to Lauren now. She's got some questions for you. Okay. So obviously you've had like a lot of achievements over the past few years. What do you think would be your proudest achievement so far? Um, That's a very good question. Um, I think... One specific thing that sticks out for me would be obviously being named Young Taz Australian of the Year, but also a bit earlier than that was when I received a scholarship from the University of Melbourne. And although like that obviously doesn't hold the prestige of the Young Taz Australian of the Year, I think it was sort of that stepping stone for me to really pave my own way to where I want to be when I'm older, coming out of like 
a family with some financial issues and experiencing some hard times throughout school, I just felt like getting that scholarship and having that springboard to a higher education was something that was huge for me and allowed me to um, keep pushing to, toward my goals. Yeah, that's amazing to hear. If you could say one thing to your past self, what would it be? Um, I think that it would be just to, just to keep pushing and keep asking for help from people because I think that often we get stuck in, our, in the mindset that we can't ask for help or people aren't willing to help us or no one no one believes in us or whatnot. And, and sometimes maybe it is hard to get help and sometimes maybe you are the only person who can really give you that push to believe in yourself and get you to where you want to be. And that's amazing. But if you are really loud and proud about what you want to achieve, people are going to want to help you. And if you're asking them um, for specific help or, or just general support, then that can really help you on your way. Particularly if you're going through a hard time at school or at home and you're trying to achieve something at school or even if it's not even um, career or school related. Like I just think that the value of our support systems around us are always priceless and I think that tapping into those whenever you need them is super important. Yeah, nice. Okay, so I'm going to pass you over to Geneva for the last two questions. Thank you. Hi there. Um, Hello, how are you, Geneva? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. So we're just going to circle back to the music and like in the music industry. Um, what is a piece of advice you could give to someone getting into the same career path as you? Um, that's a very good question. I think that something that I still really struggle with is being in a mindset of not wanting to take risks or not wanting to take that next step because you... Um, don't think that your work is perfect. I think that might sound a bit abstract, but for me, I find it hard to put music out or I find it hard to post a video or post post a piece of my work because I don't think it's perfect. But I think I've been really stuck in the sense of um, finding it really hard to move forward because of that mindset. So I think that it's important to remember that everyone will value your work for a different reason. And so even if you have doubt, I think it's important to push past those fears and try to take a risk because you never know what will come out of it. And even though it is daunting, but I think that it's better to take that risk than just not to get any progress at all. So that's something that I'm working on and I'm looking forward to hopefully putting some music out soon and in the sort of middle months of this year. But yeah, that was definitely um, a big thing that I'm trying to learn from at the moment too. Right, that's, that's good, hopefully. Lauren and Caleb will also take that into account too. <laughs> but COVID has also been a big thing affecting a heap of careers and stuff, but how did it affect you specifically? Um, I think it was really impactful early on when it first started for me. Um, I just moved over to Melbourne to study climate science and music and um, I was about three weeks in when it all started and that ended up sending me back home to Tasmania, so it was a very big backwards step for me, but it was a bit hard to keep that momentum um, and that excitement coming fresh out of year 12 to study when you can't go to campus, you can't meet new people and experience that new lifestyle of living in a big city. And so that was something that really took away from what should have been a really exciting experience. But yeah, and I think music on that side of things is pretty obvious how that could have impacted the music scene. Like obviously no one's getting any work, no one's being able to perform. So it's all been a bit of a slowdown in momentum for social sides of things but at the same time it's taught me a lot about how important it is to keep a routine for yourself so life isn't all about work it's really important to keep your physical health up and prioritizing 
your relationships and your family and the social part of things, even when it can't be face-to-face. And I think that we've all learnt how to adapt and live our lives in a different way, whether that be virtually or whether that be in person, socially distant. But yeah, no, I think it was a big learning curve and, and I'm really excited like to move past that chapter and to be able to um, experience life um, as a young person in such an exciting time and an exciting country and lifestyle. I'm really looking forward to it. No, that's great. As well, um, well, thank you, Caitlin, for your time today. But before you go, we would like to ask you a couple of fun questions that we ask all our guests on our show before they leave, if you wouldn't mind. Sure, that sounds awesome. Thank so you. So the first one we've got: um, who would be your biggest inspiration in life? Wow, it's a very good question. Um, I have a lot of people that I look up to, but I think at the moment my biggest inspiration would probably be my younger sister because. Even though they're much younger than me, they have experienced a lot of what I have, so I see how they react to things, and, and particularly my younger sister, Ayla. She's um, a very big sweetheart, and she's got um, very clear aspirations for herself, and I'm really proud of how she's dealt with everything and dealt with COVID. And, and yeah, so sometimes it's not always the people that are older than you that I find to be the most inspiring. It's been my younger sisters for me. Yeah, no, that's great. That's really lovely to hear that you've got a strong connection with them and that, you know, you... You kind of take those, take those little things into account that you know bring you joy in, in as such. And if you could have dinner with any two people in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? That's another really good question. It puts You're doing you on the well, spot bit, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It absolutely does. Um, okay. Um, so first of all, I'm going to say Taylor Swift because she's an insane lyricist and um, she is influenced my music so heavily and she's an amazing person um and I like if yeah if I was gonna be honest it'd probably be another musician but I'm gonna take it somewhere else and I'm gonna say um oh my goodness um okay this is really bad and probably not exciting content but I'm gonna pick Zach Merritt he plays for the Essendon Bombers I'm a mad bomber fan and I would love speak to him as well because he's an amazing leader and um, I look up to him a lot on the footy field yeah well there there you go yeah (laughs) questions like that they kind of put you on the spot you're not really expecting them and no but we really we really do appreciate your time with us today and um you know we hope that we hope for the best for you and your future and for what it holds for you oh thank you so much and you too well done today you've put together some awesome questions but it was so lovely to speak to you thank you thank you so um so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show there. Um, go from there. Thanks, Caitlin. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. On today's show, our hosts were Caleb and Lauren, and my story by Geneva. A special thanks to our guest Caitlin Johnson for coming on the show today and to talk about her life as a young creator. Follow us on Instagram and all our other social medias which will be linked in the description below to keep updated for new episodes each week. Please view a podcast by Skilled Creative.